Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So, this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. 1 Nephi 17 Let's dive into chapter 17. I find it interesting that he, in the first two verses, mentioned that their women had children while they were journeying in the wilderness, and that even though they ate raw meat, their women were strong and able to breastfeed fine. Why is this of interest? I try to eat a mixed variety of foods, but I'm surrounded by vegetarians, vegans, and people on keto diet or carnivore. They all want to share what they love about how and why they eat like they do, but I try to come back to the word of wisdom. The Lord gave us lots of things to eat, but to eat it moderately. In our consumer society, we don't have to grow our own crops or hunt our own meat. We get served. But what do we get served? How much is pure and how much is genetically manipulated? If I start to think about it, I get a little scared and fear lower my vibrations. You know, blessing the food is not just something we have to do. A chant before putting the food in our mouths. They have made tests with water and how it changes when you put energy of words into the water. So I don't think it's only water that change. Saying a prayer over the food before we eat is a simple way for us to calibrate the food for the highest good of our bodies. Don't just say the words. Think about the food and how much nourishment it will give. Visualize it and see if it makes a difference. Try it out. Bless what you are about to eat and let me know how it goes, okay? In verse 7, the Lord's voice comes to Nephi and asks him to go up on the mountain. Moses went up on the mountain to receive the Ten Commandments. There seems to be a lot going on on mountains to communicate with the Lord. Has height really something to do with better communication? Are the vibrations, energies, or frequencies better higher up? Or does he just prefer to make us humans work for the privilege of talking to him? Even though I say this with a sense of humor, I feel that there is some truth in there that I can sense, but not quite put my finger on. Here on the mountain, Nephi received instructions about building a ship. I know how I would feel if the Lord came to me and told me this today. You need to build a ship. I can Google probably for drawings and building plans, where to buy material and the best tools. Nephi, not so lucky. He had to make everything basically from scratch. Yes? He got instructions or was shown by the Lord what it would look like. But the tools, he needed to find materials to craft them and then find material to build with. I can understand his brethren and the frustration they felt by this. I would probably feel it too at first. It's understandable, and especially the kind of size needed to bring everyone over the vast ocean. But Nephi, he's just amazing, can I say that? I can't wait to meet him one day. I'd love to pick his brain on everything that went down. He started making a bellows to manage the fire, then he made the fire, and he made tools of ore that he melted out of rocks. 
That is one very handy man. So the brothers started murmuring again, and Nephi became sad. And this is interesting. When they saw Nephi becoming sad, they became glad and rejoiced, and tried to put him down by saying, We knew that ye could not construct a ship, for we knew that ye were lacking in judgment, wherefore thou canst not accomplish so great a work. With friends like that, who needs enemies? But he made me think. When I started, really started looking into my spiritual gifts and started taking classes, I often heard that it's important who you're around. I understand the importance when I read this. Nephi couldn't really choose his siblings, but in my life, people not on my frequency have a tendency to disappear out of my life. I want people around me that have my back and my best interest at heart. Nephi didn't just have this huge task ahead of him. He also had to go through his family in order to get it done. Now Nephi starts to reprimand his brothers, and it's beautiful read, where he lists everything the Lord has done for the children of Israel. But in verse 41, I want to show light on something my sister and I talked about recently. And he did straighten them in the wilderness with this rod, for they hardened their hearts, even as ye have. And the Lord straightened them because of their iniquity. He sent fiery flying serpents among them, and after they were bitten, he prepared a way that they might be healed. And the labor which they had to perform was to look. And because of the simpleness of the way, or the easiness of it, there were many who perished. We start talking of how easy some of the things the Lord asked was. To look. Just raise your head and look at a brown snake on a pole and you would be healed. Or go wash yourself in the river Jordan. Not so hard to do. So why would people choose not to look? Or not to go wash? Because it's too easy? Too simple? Do we have things in our life that is too easy? Why would harder be better? I'm trying to see if I am also like that, but I really would like to think that I can learn from then and not always choose the hard way in my life. Now they became angry with Nephi, because truth is hard to take when you're not doing what you should. Verse 48 Now it came to pass that when I had spoken these words, they were angry with me, and were desirous to throw me in the depth of the sea. And as they came forth to lay their hands upon me, I spake unto them, saying, in the name of the Almighty God, I command you that ye touch me not, for I am filled with the power of God, even unto the consuming of my flesh. And whoso shall lay his hands upon me shall wither, even as dried reed, and he shall be not before the power of God, for God shall smite him. I love the power in these words. I can feel it as I read it. I can see it in my head, Nephi standing there, full of power and the light shining from him. 49. And it came to pass that I, Nephi, said unto them that they should murmur no more against their father, neither should they withhold their labor from me, for God had commanded me that I should build a ship. And I said unto them, If God had commanded me to do all things, I could do them. If he should command me that I should say unto this water, Be thou earth, it should be earth. And if I should say it, it would be done. And now, if the Lord has such great power, and has wrought so many miracles among the children of men, how is it that he cannot instruct me that I should build a ship? And it's just as easy as that. The Lord has told him to build a ship. And so that tells him that he can do it. He retrieved the brass plates, 
made a new bow and found food, and so much more. I wish I was full of confidence as Nephi, and full of humility as Nephi. He is such a great role model, and yet he is so human, so relatable, so simple, and I guess that is why the Lord asked us to be like children. Working with them daily, I see how they look on life and on tasks to achieve, and for them, it's often very simple. Of course they can do it, and so can we. Of course we can do this, just one step at a time. Be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share, and subscribe, and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace, and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind, and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as MP3. Also, we now have a Facebook group, which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts, and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.